Hello and welcome to Paneltown, the podcast of the weekly NFL predicting podcast this week. Predicting week five of the 2023 NFL season. Very excited because this is when things really start to take shape and you can really get a good outline of who's going to be good and who's going to be bad. So, um, the way this show is going to work is I'm going to look at last week's slate of games, talk about each game. Then I'm going to look at this week's slate of games, talk about each game, and give predictions for score, outcome, go over, injury reports, give predictions for individual play performances. And so, yeah, very excited to start. And um, now before we get started, a few messages. This podcast currently has no sponsors. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast or contact me for whatever reason, my email is in the description. Also... I do want to have a guest on one of these days. So if you are interested in being a guest on this show, um, yeah, email me. My email is in the description. If you know any of my other emails, the email in the description is the one you should use. Um, And so I would love to have some more guests on the show. And then also this podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, RSS Community, and Google Podcasts. RSS community and YouTube are recommended because you can view the transcripts there. Um, if you're on YouTube, please, and you enjoy the content, please like and subscribe. Help the channel grow. It costs nothing. takes about a second. And you can always undo it if you change your mind later. And also, this podcast is in no way, shape, or form gambling advice. I'm not responsible for any money that was lost gambling on things in this podcast. So... Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Also, um, I'm very close to hitting 1,000 all-time downloads. So if you listen to this and enjoy it, please tell a friend. It's just a really easy, simple thing you can do to help this channel, this show grow. And I really want to hit 1,000 all-time downloads by the end of the month. It is so possible. We are so close. And also... Thank you so much for an insane September. 281 downloads was my best ever. So thank you all for listening. Um, And, you know, I'm just so grateful. Thank you so much. Anyway, it is time to get on with the show. So the Lions took on the Packers, and the Lions got out to a really good early lead, and then the Packers started to come back, but the Lions ended up winning. Monroe St. Brown caught a touchdown. Uh, Christian Watson caught a wide-open touchdown. Um, that fooled the pack, the, that fooled the Lions' defense completely. The Lions ended up winning 34-20. to Jaguars crushed the Falcons in Calvin Ridley's revenge game, 23-7 to in London. The Rams beat the Colts in overtime. They were winning... Like twenty three to nothing, I think, and then the Colts climbed back, tying everything twenty three to twenty three, and then Puka Nakua finally caught his first career NFL touchdown, and it was a walk off game winner. Colts lose their second overtime game of the year. The Rams moved to two and two. They are now undefeated against teams that have not made the past two conference championships. They have a brutal schedule. And they did pretty well. I think Matthew Stafford 
didn't do too well. He, yeah, he wasn't too bad, but he wasn't very accurate. 27 of 40, 319 yards, one touchdown, one interception. But really, a touchdown isn't bad, and 319 yards is a ton. Anthony Richardson, 11 of 25, 200 yards, and two touchdowns. And then Kyron Williams had 25 carries and broke 103 yards, two touchdowns. The Rams are not looking back on that Cam Akers trade, and they continue to, you know, have that run game behind Kyron Williams. And, like, now coming off of a tough loss to a team that made the past two conference championships, they where they didn't run the ball more, and they should have. They ran the ball a lot, and they won. Zach Moss, 18 carries, only 70 yards. Puka Nakua, 9 receptions, 163 yards, and a touchdown. Andrew Ogletree, Three receptions, 48 yards, and a touchdown. Puka Nakua is really lighting things up. He's breaking so many of those rookie records. And, you know, it's kind of like when Justin Herbert entered the league and, like, all those records just vanished. And, but he's a receiver, and he's just done so well, especially... In the receptions, he's made those catches. It's just been great. And then on defense, Ernest Brown got a sack. Sorry, Ernest Jones got a sack. One one of my favorite players, great linebacker. Aaron Donald got a sack, bringing his total to 2.5 in, in four games. Not too bad. His career total is 105.5. And, um, yeah. By the way, if it's not already obvious, the Rams are my favorite team. So, yeah. And then, also, Mo Ali Cox had one reception, but it was a 35-yard touchdown. And then Kenny Moore, the second, um, got an interception. And then Deo Odeingbo... Sorry for butchering that name. 1.5 sacks. Zaire Franklin, a sack and a half. And seven tackles, five assists. Pretty crazy. He leads the league in... uh, He leads the league in touchdowns. Uh, No, he leads the league in tackles. Sorry. And the Rams kicker, Brett Maher is back to his old self, missing two field goals. If he hadn't made either one of them, the Rams would have won in regulation. It's really sad to see Matt Gay go. He was very good, but we still beat him. Yeah, but Brett Maher missed two insane. Like, two field goals, that should have been easy. And so, that's just disappointing. Hopefully the Rams can... Finish their drives with uh, touchdowns and not have to rely on this guy. He was three for five, and then and then Ethan Evans had a forty-one yard uh, punt average and two inside the twenty. Pretty good. Baltimore Ravens twenty-eight. Cleveland Browns three. Is this a surprise, honestly? The Browns haven't really been able to get much 
going. Lamar Jackson had a great game, 15 of 19, 186 yards, two touchdowns. While Gus Edwards led the team in rushing, 15 carries, 48 yards, and 3.2 yard average. Lamar Jackson, 9 carries, 27 yards, two touchdowns. What an insane game for him. Four total touchdowns, no interceptions. Then Mark Andrews caught both touchdowns, five receptions for 80 yards. And then Zay Flowers had three receptions for 56 yards. Also, Kyle Hamilton had an interception. Patrick Queen had a sack. Broderick Washington had a sack. Gina Stone had a sack. Brandon had an interception. Brandon Stevens had an interception. Uh, Justin Matabuki had a sack. Sorry if I mispronounced that name. And so, yeah, a, a very good game by the defense of the Ravens. And for passing, DTR had a rough game. I think it was his first career start in for the injury to Sean Watson. 19-36, 121 yards, no touchdowns, three interceptions. Pierre Strong Jr. led the team in rushing five carries, 49 yards. Just an absolute mess. Divin and Joku, six receptions, 46 yards. And, I mean, Dalvin Tomlinson had half a sack. And Ogbania Akaronkwa, I remember when he was on the Rams, got a sack. And Miles Garrett, of course, had a sack. Jordan Elliott had half a sack. But a pretty bad showing from the Browns. And they totally got destroyed by the that defense of the Ravens by comparison. That Ravens defense just, like, they really made the Browns look bad. Vikings got their first win, dropping the Panthers to 0-4, 21-13. Bryce Young, 25-32, 204 yards. Kirk Cousins was 12-19, 139 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Alex, Alexander Madison, 17 carries, 95 yards. Justin Jefferson, six receptions, 85 yards, two touchdowns. Chubba Hubbard had 14 carries, 41 yards. And Adam Thielen had seven receptions for 76 yards. The Panthers definitely should have gone with uh, C.J. Stroud and and also the Panthers had a defensive touchdown, but the Panthers should have drafted uh, C.J. Stroud. He's totally been outperforming Bryce Young, and man... Getting that from a guy they traded up, they traded so much to get, is not good. The Bengals lost 27-3 to the Titans. They're now only 1-3. and three. This is not a good start for them, and Joe Burrow has been bad this year. Not super bad, but I'll have an I Just Want to Talk episode on that late. Uh, next week, I hope. But 
Joe Burrow was only 20 of 30 for 165 yards. Ryan Tannehill, however, 18 of 25, 240 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Joe Mixon, 14 carries, 67 yards. Jamar Chase, seven receptions, 73 yards. While Derrick Henry had 22 carries for 122 yards and a touchdown. D-Hop had four receptions for 63 yards. Titans were pretty good this game. And I think this just is really... This is sad for the Bengals. This is not a good year for them. Derrick Henry, however, actually had a passing touchdown on a fake one-of-one. It was a two-yard touchdown. And um, Nick Westbrook-Akine, five catches, 51 yards, and touchdown. Josh Weil, two catches, 26 yards, and a touchdown. And the defense really shut down the Bengals. Jeffrey Simmons, half a sack. Arden Key, a sack. Travis Gibson, a sack. Danico Autry, half a sack. And just... And Joe Burrow, 20 completions, 30 attempts. And under 200 yards, no touchdowns. Is not something that should be expected from, you know, the highest paid player in the league. That's some that's a game you'd expect from someone being paid Patrick Mahomes money. Patrick Mahomes is on a very cheap contract before the quarterback market really took off and the Chiefs are thanking their lucky stars for that one. But yeah. The, this guy's getting paid so much and yet he this is he led his team to 1-3. and three. He hasn't been that good this season. This is a problem for the Bengals. Sam Hubbard had a sack, as you would expect him to. Dax Hill had a pick. Trey Hendrickson had half a sack. Miles Murphy had a sack. That Bengals front is pretty vicious. B.J. Hill had half a sack. But still, they had nothing on the Titans and lost 27-3. The Bucks absolutely creamed the Saints 26 26- to nine Baker Mayfield firing on all cylinders this season. He's I think he's better he's been better than Joe Burrow this season. Is he a better player? I don't think so, but this season he certainly has looked very close to, if not better than Joe Burrow. Twenty five of thirty two, two hundred forty six yards, three touchdowns, one interception. While Derek Carr only went twenty three of thirty seven, one hundred twenty seven yards. Rashad White, 15 carries, 56 yards. Chris Godwin had 8 receptions, 144 yards. Michael Thomas had 4 receptions for 53 yards. And Alvin Kamara had 11 carries for 51 yards. As the Bucks steamrolled the Saints. And that was just an absolute mess by the Saints. The Bucks have been doing very well. They move to three and one while New Orleans drops to two and two. The Bills destroyed the Dolphins forty eight to twenty. Dolphins have a high octane offense, but the Bills have a stout defense that won out and their offense completely destroyed the Dolphins defense. Destroyed their defense destroyed the Dolphins offense. 
Tua Tango Vailoa, 25, 35, 282 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Devon Kane, Devon Aiken, however you pronounce it, eight carries, 101 yards, two touchdowns. Tyreek Hill, three receptions, 58 yards. So their offense wasn't exactly bad, but the Bills' defense was better. And their offense was better. Josh Allen, though, 21 of 25, 320 yards, two, uh, four touchdowns. It is very hard to ask for a better game if you're a quarterback. And it showed he absolutely carried this team. As the leading rusher, Latavius Murray, four carries, 32 yards. Josh Allen absolutely carried the Bills, and they won this game. Stephon Diggs, though, six receptions, 120 yards, three touchdowns. That connection of Allen to um, Diggs really showed. Also, Gabe Davis, three receptions, 61 yards, one touchdown. And then James Cook, 12 rushes. 29 yards, one touchdown. Josh Allen rushed four times for 17 yards and a touchdown. Josh Allen, five total touchdowns. And what a great game from him. And then Braxton Berrios for the Dolphins, six catches, 43 yards and a touchdown. And, yeah, what happened to this Dolphins Defense. Jiv- Andrew Van Ginkle had a very good game. Two sacks, four tackles, one assist. But yeah, that's that was really the highlight of this Dolphins defense and the Bills' offense. Just like just incredible and. The Bills, zero zero interceptions, zero fumbles lost on the game. So they just did so well. Micah Hyde had an interception. Ed Oliver had a sack. Daquan Jones had a sack. And an insane game by the Bills. They're really proving to be, once again, a top contender and really cooling off that bill that like dolphins hype it's like yeah i see your you know destruction of the broncos but we can destroy you right back so very good game by the bills very well done 48 to 20 is you know nothing to sneeze at and then the Broncos beat the Bears, got their first win over the Bears. Um, not a hard team to beat. This dropped them to 0 and 4. Russell Wilson was 21-28, 223 yards, three touchdowns. Also, I just don't get like Sean Payton hasn't been good. Randy Gregory is gone, and I think he was the Broncos sack leader. So. Just mismanagement, I think, by Sean Payton. There's a lot of, like, hype for Sean Payton and, like, oh, he's going to revive the Broncos. But, no, Russell Wilson was actually good and Sean Payton was bad. And Justin Fields, though, 28, 35, 335 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. 
honestly, like, that was a, like, that's a good game. They just didn't win. Khalil Herbert, 18 carries, 103 y yards. Like, they, like, good game, but they just didn't win. 31 to 28. Very close game. Jaleel McLaughlin, or McLaughlin, seven carries, 72 yards. Jared Judy, three receptions, 52 yards. DJ Moore, eight receptions, 131 yards, and touchdown. And Jaleel McLaughlin, again, three catches for 32 yards, and touchdown. Cortland Sutton, three catches, 27 yards, and a touchdown. And Brandon Johnson, one reception going for a four-yard touchdown. And then Cole Komet had two touchdowns on seven catches for 85 yards. And Khalil Herbert had four receptions, 19 yards, and a touchdown. He had 122 total yards and one total touchdown on the game. Pretty good. They just didn't execute. They just didn't win. And their defense, again, not very good. Dominic Robinson and Zach Pickens teamed up on a sack. But aside from that, no interceptions, no other sacks. I mean, the Broncos' defense isn't good, but neither is the Bears. And Kareem Jackson with the interception of Justin Fields. Nick Bonito, two and a half sacks. Jonathan Cooper, one sack. Matt Henningsen, half a sack. So, you know, they really haven't improved on that defense from la on that offensive line from last year, the Bears. It still sucks. And, you know, that's. They weren't able to protect Fields, and that is probably a reason why they lost. The Commanders. Almost beat the Eagles, losing by three points in OT. But Philadelphia Eagles, you know, get a kind of shaky win and move to 4-0. Sam Howell was 29-41, 290 yards and, and a touchdown. While Jalen Hurts, 25-37, 319 yards and two touchdowns. Much better than Howell, definitely. Deandre Swift led the Eagles in rushing, 14 carries, 56 yards, and touchdown. While Brian Robinson Jr. had 14 carries, 45 yards, and touchdown for the Commanders. Terry McLaurin, 8 receptions, 86 yards, while A.J. Brown caught both of Jalen Hurts' passing touchdowns on 9 catches, also getting 175 yards. And Curtis Samuel had 1 rush. Punching it in from one yard out for a touchdown. And then John Dotson, four catches, 27 yards, and a touchdown. And, but the Eagles didn't do as well as I expected them to. But still, a win is a win. Also, Nicholas Morrow somehow came out with a three-sack game. Josh Sweat also had one sack, and Hassan Reddick had a sack. That Eagles defense should have been better against the Commanders, but every team has a bad game, and every team has a good game, and when they line up, a bad team can beat a good team or come close. 
Cam Curl had one sack. Montez Sweat had, sorry, Jonathan Allen had a sack, and Chase Young had a sack. And so, yeah, Eagles win. This is a game that they want to move on from. Pittsburgh Steelers got crushed by the Texans. 30-6. Texans' second win of the season. And so, C.J. Stroud did extremely well. 16-30, 306 yards, two touchdowns. While Kenny Pickett was 15-23, more accurate. But only 114 yards and no touchdowns, just an interception. C.J. Stroud continues to light up the league. Should have been number one overall. The Texans are so grateful that they got him. Najee Harris, 14 carries, only 71 yards. While Damian Pierce, 24 carries, only 81 yards. Najee Harris also pathetically led the Steelers in uh, receiving... One reception, 32 yards. That That is really pathetic. While Nico Collins had seven catches, 168 yards, and both of C.J. Stroud's touchdowns. And it had just, just a sad game. Also, Dalton Schultz, three receptions, 42 yards, and a touchdown for the Texans. And... They've just been doing so well. Yeah, and and the Steelers just couldn't get anything going. And their defense was of no help at all. No interceptions. No sacks. Not even from the great T.J. Watt. Not even from Alex Highsmith. Not even from, you know, anyone else. And so that's just... That's just a problem. The Steelers might be on their way to Mike Tomlin's first losing season. Also, Devin Singletary on a six-yard fake threw a touchdown for the Texans. And their defense is good. Jonathan Greenard, two sacks. Steve Nelson, an interception. And Jerry Hughes, a sack. Just they were very good this game and just they they have not like they have gotten better and, and they might even make the playoffs. I think it would be a little bit of a stretch, but I I I definitely think it's possible that they make the playoffs. Raiders at Chargers. Chargers win 24-17. Aiden O'Connell actually played instead of Jimmy Garoppolo. Went 24 of 39, 238 yards, one interception. Not terrible for a first career start while Justin Herbert went 13 to 24, 167 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. And, you know, Aiden O'Connell almost, you know, beat Herbert in passing. Like, Aiden O'Connell, yeah, it's hard to factor out a touchdown for Justin Herbert, but but for a guy making his first career start and then more completions than 
Herbert, and then so many more yards. You know, that's something. And, like, having, like, yeah, that, like, having, like, 60 more yards, um, a little more than 60 more yards, and then Herbert is very good. Seeing as Herbert is, you know, regarded as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Josh Jacobs, 17 carries, 58 yards, one touchdown. Joshua Kelly, 17 carries, 65 yards. Josh Jacobs had eight receptions for 81 yards. All Josh Palmer, three receptions, 77 yards. Huh. So interesting that the all the receiving and the rushing leaders had the first name Josh or Joshua. Kind of interesting to me. Also, Aiden O'Connell, three rushes for three yards and a touchdown. So as many total touchdowns, I think, as Herbert. Nope, Herbert had two rushing touchdowns, 12 rushes, 27 yards, two touchdowns. So in that way, Herbert's a little better, but... Aiden O'Connell came oh so close. And, of course, they did lose, but it was not a bad loss. Only one score and to an offense headed by Justin Herbert. And their rookie put up, led an offense that put up 17 points. So, you know, that's not too bad. And then on defense, Trayvon Marg Woodard had an interception. Max Crosby had two sacks. And so their defense was okay, but they still couldn't stop the Chargers. And the Chargers defense, oh my God. So I'm just looking at the stats for the first time, and I pull this up, and it's like, Khalil Mack, six sacks. Six sacks. Of Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, you see why this guy threw an interception? It's a miracle that he didn't throw eight interceptions if he's getting this much pressure. I don't know whose fault this is, if it's Aiden O'Connell having some bad scrambles or holding the ball for too long, but six sacks is just an absurd amount, and the Raiders should do better. Asante Samuel Jr. had a pick. Um, he's, he's good. Morgan Fox had a sack. That's seven sacks allowed on the Raiders' part. And, you know, Khalil Mack has faced criticism for quite a while. You know, he was kind of, like, he was good for a good amount of time. And also, this is the team that drafted him that he just destroyed. But, but and then, like, last season, he was kind of underproductive for the Chargers. And... But the Chargers were, like, the Chargers, like, they kept him, and they, and, you know, he absolutely demolished them. And one of the big things for the Raiders is, in his six-sack performance, do you know how many snaps he got double-teamed? Two. Yeah, that's right, a total of two times that this guy was double teamed and like that is just like really they double teamed this guy twice like who who else 
would they have been double teaming? Bosa, Bosa, I don't think played that much, or maybe not even at all. Oh, there's no reason not to double team this guy after like the first five sack every play after the first five sacks he has. A total mess by the Raiders O line. You know, if there's a guy sacking your quarterback that many times, you double team him. I don't understand. I don't understand what they can't understand about this. Anyway, Cardinals, 49ers. 49ers win. How surprising. 35-16. Stupid Redbirds drop to 1-3. and three. Stupid Gold Diggers go to 4-0. and oh. I wish they could have both lost as a Rams fan, but, you know... At least, at least, at least, the Rams can rest assured that those Redbirds will always be bottom of the division. And so the Rams will at least not have to go through that. And the Rams are actually pretty good this season. 2-0 against teams that haven't made the past two conference championships is actually pretty good. Anyway, Josh Josh Dobbs. 28 of 41, 265 yards, two touchdowns. While James Conner, 11 carries for 52 yards. And Marquise Brown, seven receptions, 96 yards. Brock Purdy, 20 of 21, uh, 283 yards, a touchdown. Lacking in the touchdowns category, but those yards are insane. And that accuracy, one incompletion is absurd. And then CMC, 20 carries, 106 yards, three touchdowns. And... So, yeah, he's good, too. And then Brandon Ayuk had six receptions, 148 yards. And Brock Purdy also had two rushes for a total of zero yards. So one must have gone for a loss because he also got a touchdown. That CMC also had seven receptions, 71 yards, and a touchdown. He had 177 yards and four total touchdowns on 27 touches in this game. And then that defense, Javon Hargrave, had a sack, but not much else, which is kind of surprising. Nick Bosa, only one tackle. And then that Cardinals defense couldn't have done anything anything really and Dennis Gardak had a sack but other than that nothing doing for them and then also Michael Wilson seven receptions 76 yards two touchdowns for them and then and then New England Patriots only put up three points while the Dallas Cowboys put up 38 Yay! The the Cowboys are just... They've been killer this year. Only one loss to a team that does own them. They, they just can't win against them. So, the Patriots were no problem. Mac Jones led the Patriots in passing. Only 12 of 21, 150 yards, and no touchdowns, two interceptions. While Dak Prescott, 20-34, 261 yards and touchdown. Ramondre Stevenson 
had 14 carries for 30 yards. Hunter Henry had four receptions for 51 yards. Tony Pollard had 11 carries for 47 yards. Jake Ferguson had seven receptions for 77 yards. And Bailey Zappi got put into the game. He went four for nine, 57 yards. Um, yeah, it makes sense that Mac Jones got benched. I really like Zappi. I think he could be better than Mac Jones also. Yeah, he's been elevated from the practice squad apparently. I don't know how long ago that happened, but it did. And I remember when they cut him, and I was so surprised because, like, also, I like Bailey Zappi. I think he has just such a great attitude. And so I was kind of rooting for him, even though I don't really like the Patriots. And I was kind of sad when I saw he got cut. But he got his chance, and he's going to get his chance again with Mac Jones playing this poorly. And that offense put no points on the board, only getting into field goal range. And, yeah. And then, to be fair, their kicker missed a field goal, so that would have really impacted the game. It would have been 38-6. to Huge difference. Anyway, that defense. Um, Jelani Tavai had a sack. Um, Dietrich Wise Jr. and Josh Uche both had sacks. And for the Cowboys... Yeah, they just dominated this game. Hunter uh, Bluepk had two two rushes for four yards and a touchdown. And also, towards the end of the game, I would think, uh, Dak Prescott got benched for Cooper Rush, probably to make him not get injured. Cooper Rush went two of two for 20 yards. And the Cowboys had... Eight people getting carries and rushing, although Prescott and Rush had negative yardage. Also, C.D. Lamb, four catches, 36 yards, and a touchdown, while Deron Bland had two interceptions. They are doing just fine without Trayvon Diggs. Sam Williams and Dante Fowler Jr. both had sacks. I think the biggest surprise here is that um, that mean number 11, Micah Parsons, didn't get a sack, only one tackle, one assist. But, you know, still, he probably got the double teams and opened opportunities for the other people to get those sacks. And so absolute domination by the Dallas Cowboys. And the Chiefs... Barely beat the Jets by three points. Kind of surprising, but the Jets fall to one and three. Patrick Mahomes wasn't very good. 18 to 30, 203 yards, one touchdown, but two picks. While Zach Wilson went 38 of 28 of 39, 245 yards and two touchdowns. Isaiah Pacheco carried the ball 20 times for 115 yards and touchdown, while Brees Hall had six carries. For 56 yards only. Travis Kelsey had six receptions for 60 yards. And Alan Lazard had three receptions, 61 yards, and a touchdown. And for the Chiefs, they just, they didn't do well. Like, yeah, they won, but they didn't do well. 
Noah Gray, one reception, 34-yard touchdown. But, like, Patrick Mahomes didn't do well. Like, no one did well. But they won because, you know, the Jets. But, but they just, they did very poorly for their standard. Mike Edwards got a sack, and Chris Jones got a sack. Like, th- that was just very subpar for them. They, they, they should have put 40 points on the board, but nope. C.J. Mosley had an interception. Quentin Williams had half a sack. Quentin Jefferson had half a sack. Ashton Davis had an interception, but... Like, this, they just, they should have blown out the Jets, and they did not. So, a really substandard game from the Chiefs, and especially Patrick Mahomes. He had a pretty poor game. Two interceptions is not good, especially for someone of Mahomes' caliber. But everyone has a bad day, and, you know, they still won. So, you know, he might be... back next week and completely dominate against the Vikings. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I do expect Patrick Mahomes to be good, though. This was just a bad game from him. Moving on to Monday Night Football. Seahawks 24, Giants 3. I don't know what I expected. He had Daniel Jones is not worth $40 million a year. That is absurd. That he got that money, 27 for 34, 203 yards, two interceptions. He also rushed 10 times for 66 yards, which is honestly pretty good. But the passing is terrible. He got paid $40 million a year, which he did not deserve. And the Giants almost lost Saquon Barkley, who, when he's around, is much more valuable than Jones. Uh, Geno Smith was 13 20, 110 yards a touchdown. Kenneth Walker, the third. 17 carries, 79 yards, and touchdown. Noah Fant led the Seahawks in receiving two receptions, 63 yards. And the Giants were led in receiving by Matt Breda. Five catches for 48 yards. Also, Drew Locke played a little for the Seahawks. He was two of six for 63 yards. And DK Metcalf had three receptions for 34 yards. And a touchdown. And Devon Witherspoon got an interception of Daniel Jones. So did Quandre Diggs. Jordan Brooks had two sacks. And Devon Witherspoon, the their first-round quarter pick, six tackles, one assist, two sacks on blitzes in the same game. And an interception. That's a crazy stat line. He's doing very well. I hope. He doesn't do well against the Rams. Mario Edwards Jr. got a sack. Miles Adams got a sack. Boye Mafe got a sack. And they had to have gotten like a special teams or defensive touchdown because, um, yeah, like they just had to have to get 24. And just a bad game from the Giants. And, yeah, nothing went right for them at all. Not even on their defense. The best thing that happened to them was Kayvon Thibodeau's two sacks. But aside from Thibodeau's performance, there's really nothing good there. 
And then, uh, yesterday, um, the Thursday Night Football, Bears' first win, going to 1-4, dropping the Commanders 2-3. and three. I predicted the Commanders to win. The Bears crushed them 20-40. to 40. Justin Fields was really doing a great job. 15 for 29, so not that accurate. But 282 yards, 4 touchdowns is very good. Khalil Herbert, 10 carries, 76 yards. DJ Moore, 8 receptions, 230 yards. That trade paid off. 230 yards and 3 touchdowns on 8 receptions is insane. And then... Sam Howell, 37-51, 388 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. He also led Washington in in rushing, four carries, 19 yards. Logan Thomas had nine receptions for 77 yards and a touchdown. And also, Cole Komet, five catches, 42 yards and a touchdown. Doing very good. And then... Uh, Curtis Samuel, six catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown. Very good game by the Bears. Very bad game from the Commanders. And the Bears' defense finally did something. T.J. Edwards had a sack. Greg Stroman Jr. had a sack and a pick. Demarcus Walker had a sack. Yannick. Ngakwe had a sack. Rasheem Green had a sack. This defense that was dead last in sacks and pressures, I I think they were dead last, uh, did pretty well. Also, Tremaine Edmonds didn't have any sacks or interceptions, but he did have some batted down passes, did very well. And nothing went right for the Commanders. Best thing for them, Monta Sweat, sack and a half, and Jonathan Allen, a sack. Chase Young had half a sack. But just a terrible game from them. So, yeah. Now, on to predictions. Jaguars hosting the Bills. Or, actually, Jaguars at Bills. And I think this will be, yeah, this will be London. And, you know, it's technically a Bills home game. But you got to put home in air quotes because... London is the Jaguars' home. If if the Jaguars are playing in London, it's a home game for them because, like, the Jaguars play in London the most. And, like, London really loves the Jaguars. And so the Bills are still the away team, but definitely. They probably have, like, no fans there. But we do get to see Josh Allen versus Josh Allen. Offensive Josh Allen, Bills quarterback. Defensive Josh Allen, Jaguars linebacker, play each other. I think the last time they played each other was in 2021. I don't know if that was the last time, but they did play each other in 2021. And Josh Allen strip-sacked and intercepted Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen had a great game against Josh Allen. Anyway, Jamal Agnew is questionable. Christian Braswell is out, and Antonio Johnson is questionable. Zay Jones questionable. Devin Lloyd out. That could be a problem. And for the Bills, Leonard Floyd did not participate in practice. Micah Hyde 
did not participate in practice. Neither did Damian Harris or Matt Milano. There are no game status for them. Dawson Knox had limited participation in practice. No game status. Von Miller's question ball. Uh, limited participation in practice. Knee injury. Uh, John Poirier is questionable. And Greg Rousseau is doubtful. Trey White is actually out. Big problem for them. I still predict the Bills to win. That offense is just so insane. And I think forty. I think it will be forty to seventeen. Bills. I think that Josh Allen will have three touchdowns. Stephon Diggs will have two touchdowns. Yeah. Also, I think that um, uh, Lawrence will have two interceptions and a touchdown. Uh, Saints, uh, Patriots, I think the Saints are going to win. Uh, Derek Carlo is questionable. but And Jimmy Graham didn't participate in practice. I And Juwan Johnson is... Out so some tight end stuff. Andrews Pete is questionable and Landon Young is out. However, Patriots have a lot of players questionable. Uh, Christian Barmore, Cody Davis, Trey Flowers, Devon Gotchow, Christian Gonzalez, Jonathan Jones are all and Matt Judon are all questionable. Matt Judon doesn't play. It's a problem. Ty Montgomery had limited participation in practice. Uh, Riley Reef, Ramondre Stevenson, Cole Strange, and Sean Wade are all questionable. I think that the Saints will win uh, 27-17. Ravens at Steelers. I think that the offense of the Ravens, of the Steelers, is just too bad for this defense. Although Marlon Humphrey is questionable. OBJ is also questionable. And Rafe Owa is out. Could be a problem. Uh, Ronnie Stanley is questionable. And Daryl Worley is out. However, that that secondary is still good. And for the Steelers, Fryermuth is out. Presley Harvin third is out. James Daniels is out. Alex Highsmith is questionable. Did not participate in practice. Big problem. DeMarvin Leal and Dan Moore are out as well. Uh, Patrick Peterson didn't participate in practice. And... No game status, but if he doesn't play, it's a big problem. I think that the that the defense for the Ravens will get three takeaways. I think that it will be a good 28-13 victory for the Ravens. I think Lamar Jackson will have three total touchdowns. No matter how good this defense is, it's still got injuries. And they allowed 30 points to the Texans, of course. Uh, Texans at Falcons. I think the Texans are going to win. Um, and I'm. And John Mechie, though, is questionable with an illness. Laramie Tunzel is questionable. Um, for the Texans. Falcons have no injuries. I think the Texans are going to win. Um, I think Will Anderson's going to get his second career sack. And I think C.J. Stroud will pass for three touchdowns. And Gi- Giants at Dolphins. Dolphins all the way. Saquon Barkley, though, is questionable. Uh, Daniel Bellinger is questionable. 
Gary Brightwell is questionable. Um, lots of players. Azizo Jolari is questionable. So is Evan Neal. Wandale Robinson is questionable. And Andrew Thomas is and John Michael Schmidt are out. Uh, for the Dolphins, there. Uh, Toronto Armstead no game status, but did not participate in practice. And and Deshaun Elliott is on the injury report, but he had full participation in practice. Reem Moster did not participate in practice, no game status, but if he's out, it's a problem. And Jalen Phillips is questionable. Um, yeah, I'm. This defense for the Giants isn't too good, and this Dolphins offense could make something happen. I think it's going to be 38-13, especially if the Giants don't have Saquon. 38-13 Dolphins. Um, Two rushing touchdowns for Devon Akin, or Devon Aiken, however that's pronounced, and two passing touchdowns for Tua Vailoa, and an additional rushing touchdown for Raheem Mostert. Oh, for Panthers, three on one Lions. Um, I think the Lions are going to win. Uh, I think the Lions are going to win 31-17. And I think that Jared Goff is going to throw three touchdowns. And Monroe St. Brown and Sam LaPorte are going to catch touchdowns. Uh... Well, actually, not a modern St. Brown because he is actually doubtful. So, I am actually going with. So, yeah. Um, so, I think that Sam Laporte is going to catch a touchdown. And I think Jameson Williams is going to catch a touchdown. He's questionable, but he is returning from suspension because the suspension policy was. The, the gambling policy for the NFL was updated because he bet on a separate sport. So, yeah, I think he is questionable to return from his suspension, but I think he will. He's not injured. It's not injury-related. Although Brian Branch is out, and Kirby Joseph is questionable. So, so those secondary injuries, and Emmanuel Mosley is questionable, so those secondary injuries are could be devastating. I still think with that Panthers offense that, the Lions are going to win. Titans at Colts. I think the Colts are going to win. Anthony Richardson. Two touchdowns passing. Two touchdowns rushing. He's just been so good. Traylon Burks is out. So is Luke Gifford. Derrick Henry did not participate in practice, but there is no in, no game status. DeAndre Hopkins is limited participant in practice, but no game status. Um, and Tier Tart is out. Big problem. For the Colts, Shaquille Leonard is out again. Quiddy Pay is out as well. And Tyquan Lewis had limited participation in practice. And so did Quinn Nelson. No game status for any of them. Also, Jonathan Taylor full participation in practice is questionable. I think I think two rushing touch I think a rushing touchdown for him returning from injury um is not too unreasonable. And I think the Colts will win 35-3. Titans have been bad this season. Bengals at Cardinals. I think this is the Bengals. Uh, Chidobi Awuzie is questionable. Um, and T. Higgins 
is questionable with a rib injury. Did not participate in practice. Cam Taylor Britt is questionable with a concussion. Um, for the Cardinals, there aren't many uh, very important injuries. And I think that Joe Burrow is going to throw two touchdowns. And I think the Bengals are going to win 24-13. And... Eagles at Rams. I think this is the Ram- the Rams' streak of being undefeated against teams that made the past two conference championships is going to end because the Eagles are so good. They will still be undefeated if they lose, which they will, against teams that made the past conference championship, which will still be very good. Lots of injuries for the um, Eagles, but none of them are the stars except Fletcher Cox. He's out. Um... I don't think that's going to really affect things. Larry Jackson did not participate in practice. It's questionable. Deshaun Johnson is doubtful. Did not participate in practice. Cooper Cup, full participation in practice. No game status. I hope he plays. If he plays, this is going to be huge because the Eagles have such a formidable defense. But if Cup and Nakua can spread out their defense, hopefully they can make it a little easier on Stafford. Each one drawing the focus, and it's very hard to, to focus on two insane receivers. Joe Nopum is out. Okay, so I predict that Stafford takes seven sacks and throws three interceptions, but I predict Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua each catch a touchdown. And then I I predict that Jalen Hurts takes only one sack and throws only one interception while throwing three touchdowns. And I predict that, um, that Devontae... Smith and A.J. Brown are going to catch a touchdown each at least. And that the Eagles are going to win a surprisingly close, but not that close, one uh, 28 to 20. Still a one-score game, though. And um, Chiefs at Vikings. Chiefs are going to win. Uh, Chris Jones is questionable. And George Karloftis is questionable, but they both had full participation in practice. Same with Legereus Need and Kadarius Tony and Drew Tranquil. For Vikings, Garrett Bradbury had full participation in practice. No, um, no game status. Lewis Sign is questionable. Marcus Davenport questionable. And yeah, I think that the Chiefs are. I'm gonna speed through this more. Chiefs are gonna win. Uh, thirty-five. 16. Jets at Broncos. The Denver Swiss cheese now missing Randy Gregory. Yay! Um, yeah. Brees Hall is going to run all over these guys. 150 yards, two touchdowns. And then Zach Wilson is going to have a good game. Two touchdowns, uh, 210 plus yards. And Jets win uh, 31-14. Cowboys at 49ers. The Cowboys, I think, have been more impressive this season, minus their loss to a team that owns them. But the 49ers also own the Cowboys. So I think the 49ers are going to win a pretty close one, uh, 27-24. And two elite defenses, two good offenses. And then for Monday Night Football, it will be the Green Bay Packers at the Raiders. And the Green Bay Packers are going to win this one, I think. Although Jerry Alexander had limited participation. And for the Raiders, 
I think that, like, I saw, like, I was going through the internet earlier today, and it was like, there was a, I saw, saw that Josh Jacobs, actually, most receptions without a, without a touchdown since reception became trapped, most targets without a touchdown since targets became trapped as a stat in the early 1990s, um, I think 1992, but... But the Packers have the most receptions allowed to a running back. So I saw someone on the internet predict that Josh Jacobs catches his first career touchdown, his first career receiving touchdown. And, you know, I actually agree because of the Packers being so statistically bad in covering running backs. And then I think Christian Watson catches a touchdown, catches two touchdowns, and Jordan Love throws three touchdowns. And I predict that the Packers win 24-13. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed listening to Penalty on the Podcaster. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, and remember, not gambling advice. This podcast currently has no sponsors. If you'd like to sponsor this podcast or contact me for whatever reason, my email is in the description. This podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, RSS Community, and Google Podcasts. The links to this on all those platforms will be in the description. If you are on YouTube and enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe. Help the channel grow. Cost nothing. Takes about a second, and you can always undo it if you change your mind later. And anyway, thank you so much. I hope you've enjoyed this installment of Penalty on the Podcaster. You'll hear more of me next episode.